Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Thursday, December 1st, 2022, and this is day 1716 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you, we praise you and glorify you. Thank you so much for giving us your wisdom and your knowledge and understanding and your peace. Oh, that beautiful peace of yours that passeth all understanding is indescribable, even in the roughest and hardest and most uh, devastating times. You give us your peace, your anchor, uh, your precious son, Jesus Christ. I thank you so much, my Lord. I thank you for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is, let's work this out. Can we do that? <laughs> Have you ever had, uh, seriously, a situation and maybe you didn't even know that you may have hurt someone's feelings or caused a disruption, or maybe you did know, uh, but it's time to work it out. Let's let's get past this. Life is too short. Let's Let's enjoy each other to the fullest capacity that we can. Uh, with all that we have within us to make it right. We're going to be coming out of Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 20. Uh, Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 20. And Jesus is speaking. He's telling us how to work out a difference between uh, another brother or sister. So this is for believers. And he says, if your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. So if there is a problem, you don't need to bring in the cavalry. No need to put them on Front Street or embarrass them. Let's just pull that person to the side and have a conversation. Verse 16, he says, but if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. So this is even if someone has done wrong to someone else or they've sinned. If you're, you know, it may be also you're in leadership and you know something is going on with that one particular person. Someone may have said to you, hey, I need help with this situation or this brother or sister said this or did this. Uh, this would also be how you would apply uh, working out a situation like that. Verse 6, 17 says, if they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen, even to the church, and that would be the leadership, treat them as you would a pagan or tax collector. And so those are sinners, you know, basically letting us know that that's, uh, those are big sins. And actually there's no little sin or big sin, but yeah. Um, so anyway, verse 18 says, Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. So, uh, and then he says, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. 
My commentary says this binding and loosing refers to the decisions of the church in conflicts among believers. There should need to be no court of appeals beyond the church, ideally. The church's decisions should be guided and based on discernment of his word. So the decisions that we make uh, when it comes to um, helping to work through a conflict needs to be through the word of God. In verse 19, again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am, there I, am I with them. So it could be two of you or it could be just you and the Holy Spirit makes two <laughs> and there he is with us. So, or it could be uh, you and another person, two or three, and there the Holy Spirit is as well and making intercession for us uh, as we pray. But we pray according to God's will. What does God's word say? That's how we pray. And that's what we ask for. And God will answer the prayer. Isn't that powerful? Point number one. Several years ago at uh, the first church I ever attended for any length of time, <laughs> I was there for 27 years. I, I can just remember when I was a kid visiting a church up the street from our house every now and then, but never saved until I was like 22 or 23 years old. And uh, yeah, and that's when I stayed at that church for 27 years. And I remember there was a lady my sisters and I knew and were pretty close to uh, and uh, she just stopped talking to us like like she used to. You could tell something was wrong, and, and none of us knew why. And one day after our monthly women's gathering, she, she finally told us why she stopped uh, being so friendly with us. She, she felt left out of our sister circle. <clears throat> my, my Two of my sisters, I've got two sisters in North Carolina, my uh, sister's um, uh, with my dad and my stepmom, but they are like my full sisters to me. And uh, so my two sisters here in Kansas City, we were in church together. Our kids grew up together. We did everything together. <laughs> and um, so we would hang out all the time and sit together whenever we had a church or ladies meetings or whatever. And so she felt excluded and we didn't realize that and didn't know. And we had no idea, um, but I was so happy she finally told us, and we apologized and, and told her that we never had any intentions of doing anything to hurt her. We were not aware that <clears throat> we were leaving her out. So things like this unresolved conflict can destroy relationships. As we can see, Jesus was all about relationships. He spent time with his father, God, his father God, daily and was dedicated to spending time with his disciples for the last three years of his life. That was his goal. And he spent time with them every single day from what I could see here in the word of God. It may not have been every second because he spent time in the mornings with his father in prayer. Uh, but the relationship building and, and you know, correcting one another and, and edifying and encouraging uh, the disciples it was quite, it seems quite amazing. 
Point number two, Jesus teaches us how to work out our conflicts with one another peacefully without involving the courts, judges, or police. This is how brothers and sisters in Christ should handle their disputes. So um, there was um, a dispute uh, in the book of Acts that really rings out for me, and and I'm going to share it with you. Uh, This is such a great example of how we need to work through them. And this is in Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. And it says, In those days when the number of disciples was increasing, the Helianistic Jews among them complained about the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve Uh, talking about the 12 disciples, gathered all the disciples together and said, it would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. So they understood the priorities. They understood what God had given them to do. So these were the 12 and there were other disciples as well. It had grown. The ministry had grown. And I mean, thousands had been saved. So they said, um, you know, uh, it would not be right to ne- us for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. Brothers and sisters, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. So talking about the Holy Spirit, we will turn this responsibility over to them and we'll give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. This proposal pleased the whole group. So this, again, helps us in many ways. You know, when we are in leadership and God has given us a responsibility, we still need to hone in on that responsibility and continue to do what he's called us to do. But there will be times when we have to take care of other situations and delegate that to someone else who uh, is capable and who has that wisdom of God and full of the Holy Spirit. You notice just to serve tables and not, and not that serving tables is something small. It's a big thing. But, you know, they're saying this is important and that they need to know the word of God and the Lord. And uh, so it says, um, verse the next verse five, this proposal pleased the whole group. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, also Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenius, and Nicholas and Antioch, from Antioch, a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. So they anointed them to do the work of God when they laid their hands on them. So the word of God spread. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased rapidly. And a large number of priests became obedient to the faith, which is a huge deal there. But I I won't focus on that, uh, but just focusing on the fact that dealing with a conflict and resolving it was very important. Because in order for us to move forward according to God's will for us, we're going to have to obey him and work through our differences together so that we can be on one accord and continue to do the will of God, building the kingdom of God. So let's look at some steps here that Jesus lays out for us. First, go to that person privately and try to work things out. Second, if they don't listen, try again with one or two other believers. Third, if they don't listen, get church leaders involved. And then fourth, 
If they still don't listen, the church should handle it like they would with a sinner. See, as as saved people, we sin, but we no longer practice sin. Before we got saved, we were sinners. We were worldly. We functioned by the flesh. We did not have Jesus. And so that's what he's saying, that they're acting like that. Now they're acting in the flesh. They're no longer acting like uh, they're full of God and the Holy Spirit and being led of God. And then what typically would happen is uh, they're, you know, they will come back to the Lord, you know, after seeing like, wow, okay, this isn't good. I need to make things right. Hopefully that is the, that's what should come of that. But it should rarely get to step four. If we humbly and lovingly go to them as outlined in step one, we should pray about it in agreement with the Holy Spirit and whatever we ask for according to the will of God, it will be given to us. And even working out differences, giving it to the Lord and asking God to help you uh, work through it. And he will show you some things you may not have even known. Um, I remember having a conflict, didn't realize there was a conflict though, between my ex-brother-in-law and me many years ago. And I just remembered his whole demeanor towards me changed and I didn't understand why, what was going on. And, um, so the Lord put on my heart, you know, um, something I did or said, uh, caused the conflict, caused harm. And for me to go to him and ask him and work through it. And so I asked if I could talk to him and I asked my sister first, his wife, my, my young, my, my baby sister here. And, um, and she said, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, just, just going through the proper channels, you know? Um, and so I reached out to him and he was like, yeah, let's, let's talk. Yep. And, uh, you know, when we made up our minds to do that, the enemy tried to do every single thing he could to keep us from resolving that. And we were both very busy and we'd set up a time and then, you know, something would happen on his schedule or mine and we weren't able to meet up and we wanted to do it in person. And and I think we tried about three or four times before we actually got to do it. And the last time something came up and they lived in Independence or near Independence at that time. And and I was in Kansas City and I went over to Independence and he said, well, it's going to be another hour. I'm held up and whatever it was he was doing. I said, fine, I'll wait. And while I was waiting, I, I went to a Christian bookstore, just, you know, browsing. And, and then I saw this plaque that said something about, you know, we, <clears throat> we're family and, and I, we love one another. We go through things as family and we always love each other and something like that. And the Lord said, get that for him. And I thought, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> you know it's God when you're not the one that you're not the one thinking that. And you know good and well Satan's not gonna have you do that, right? So the Lord had me do that, and I was obedient and bought it and had it in the sack and finally got to meet with him. Just he and I. And it was a really amazing, uh, wonderful time to discuss. It didn't start off like that. <laughs> and it was like, what you said? I said, well, I didn't say that. Or what do you mean? Or no, I didn't. No, I didn't mean it like that. Or, you know, and back and forth. And, 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 the, and I just recognized that one thing was he wasn't feeling accepted and he was an only child and he always wanted a, a big family. And all of us were like his family, all of his in-laws. And, um, 
that's what was missing. And, and that's what the Lord was showing me with that plaque. And, and I apologized for whatever he felt I had done wrong. And maybe I didn't realize I did it or said it or was ignoring or whatever it was. Because I wanted, really wanted to make it right. And he accepted that apology. And I gave him that plaque. And it was just like this, um, oh, man, I, this look on his face. Like, wow, like, this is uh, meaningful. This was meaningful to him, you know. And just to see that, it, it blessed my heart because God knows what we need, you know. And uh, sometimes we don't understand why, but God always knows why and he knows what it takes to fully heal us and that that was something that God knew would work and and it did and I'm grateful to the Lord for that what about you have you harmed someone unknowingly you got a conflict and you're avoiding uh, you feel like they've done harm to you and it's time for them to come to you instead of you to them we need to humble ourselves and just be the one to just get the ball rolling and making it right. That's what God wants us to do. And, and bringing about peace so that we can focus on what God has called us to do. If you don't know Jesus, that would be step number one. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friend, is the ultimate. Oh, glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And uh, don't forget to check us out on T-Zone, KC.org, to learn more about what we're doing in the community, uh, working with our precious youth, teaching them life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. Uh, thank you so much for your support. And please push that donate button. This will be a well worthwhile partnership. You won't be sorry. <laughs> All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.